0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Quick Spin, the AutoWeek podcast that brings you into the automobile. Today, we're joined by special guest, Road & Track Associate Editor, Mac Hogan, talking to us from the seat of the 2021 Genesis G80. You can check it out on our Instagram page right now. That's at USA for those that don't already follow. And don't forget to hover over Facebook. Give us a thumbs up so you get all the uh, fantastic content from AutoWeek.com. We're going to talk about that Genesis G80 really fast. But before that, we've got to pay the bills. Our friends at Road & Track have some big news to share. The premium lifestyle magazine for the automotive enthusiast is now fully loaded. Become a member of the track club and receive six supersized devil issues a year, plus access to digital content, dozens of partner privileges, exclusive invites to editorial events, and first dibs on insider automotive events both online and around the world. Hop on in by visiting rodentrackcom join. That's R-O-A-D-A-N-D-T-R-A-C-K dot com forward slash j o i n. And without any further ado, Mac, tell us about this 2021 Genesis G80.
1: So I will say that is one of the more surprising cars I've driven this year, just in terms of, you know, again, you expect a Genesis car to be uh, a little bit, you know, comfortable and very refined and have all the tech that you want, but you never expect it to be as good as the competitors, really, just because they haven't fully hit their stride with, I don't think, any of their products yet. The G70 came close. It still felt like a knockoff. And this car is just, there's very few places in which this isn't at or near the top of its class. It's it's one of the best cars I think I've driven this year and it it looks great. It drives great. And uh, I really didn't expect it, but I just keep thinking about how much I like this car.
0: Well, there is a lot to like, but did you just say looks great? It's almost like you previously recorded a little walk around. And we're going to jump to that now.
1: All right. So I'm out here with the 2021 Genesis G80 2.5T. I had the 3.5, so I've driven them both now. But I'm really glad I'm doing this podcast with the 2.5 for no other reason than the fact that they dropped this one off in this beautiful dark green uh, color. Now, I am an absolute sucker for the color dark green on pretty much anything. uh, But luxury sedans and sports cars are the main things. Uh, and I, I remember seeing this color originally on the GV80 SUV, and really hoping it made it to America. Uh, and I'm very glad that it did, because um, it once again shows Genesis's push towards being a little bit outside the norm. They're not going to just do what BMW or Mercedes is doing. They're pushing different colors, different you know styles. Uh, really kind of taking on their own personality, and, and that's most obvious when you look at this car and the grill and the lights. So early Genesis cars, the G80, the G90, and then the G70, again, they looked like something like a knockoff Audi, something a little bit unoriginal. And that's not to say that they were copying anyone, because obviously, originally, they were designed by Peter Schreier, who used to be in charge of Audi. Some things, you know, are just habits. Um, But they didn't have a great character of themselves. I I was asked, you know, oh, is that a Chrysler? I was asked if it was uh, was an Audi uh, when I had those old cars. Now, this new generation of Genesis cars, it started with the G90 refresh, and also the GV80, and now this. Our focus on this New sort of shield shaped grille, and it's very it dominates the front like the grille on any new BMW or Lexus or or Audi, but it does so in a way that's it's a little more interesting and unique to Genesis. And so, you know, regardless of whether you think this is the best looking thing, I happen to really really like it. What's important is this is a car that now stands out among other luxury vehicles. It's not just a generic luxury car that you would see in Grand Theft Auto. It's a It's a real unique piece of design. Now it carries on to the lights. What's what's important is we have these two blades that sort of define the entire side profile of the car. So if you follow... The blades of the light. They go straight into the fender vents and the marker lights on the side and then that line defines the side profile and wraps all the way around into the two blades at the rear that form the taillights. So the car has this very cohesive lengthened profile because it's defined by these two really strong character lines. Uh, and what that gives it is sort of a flowing fast back look that I really, really appreciate. The miss on this car to me, they have these very intricate cool sort of spite interwebbing wheels. Uh, they're basically three-pointed stars interlaced with each other that, as a piece of design, are really great. They look really cool. But fitting in with the sleek, modern, elongated profile of this car, that webby presence doesn't really work. That would sort of work better on a more angular, aggressive design, maybe maybe a BMW M car or a, or a Lexus. But On this car, it falls a little flat. There's a simpler wheel option that was on the 3.5 I had that I think works better with the design of this car. But that's nitpicking here because what what you're actually seeing is one of the best looking sedans on sale.
0: So Mac, a lot to unpack there. Uh, First and foremost, it can't be missed with the redesign in the Genesis cars. Obviously, Genesis is kind of hitting a stride. But let's go to the very front of the car. Let's discuss... The grill, this mammoth, some sort of geometric shape that I should have learned in the third grade that I cannot recall. It is big, it is
1: bold. What do you think about it? So, there is such a trend in this industry towards these massive grills. And a lot of times there's a backlash and there's, you know, understandable criticism towards these. And I think with a lot of cars, it makes a lot of sense, right? So, the Lexus SUVs or even, you know, the new BMWs, because you have this huge domineering front end and the rest of the car kind of can't live up to the, the state. That makes. What I think separates this and the cars that do it really well is this is a car with a really large, really prominent grille, but the rest of the car is very clearly designed around that. All of the strong lines of this car, all of its bulges, all of its, you know, sort of indents all form this very cohesive design thrusting forward with this grill that I think works really well. And this strategy is very high risk high reward, right? So Lexus is a good example. I think a lot of their SUVs look terrible. But then when you have a car like the LC500, which is very clearly designed entirely around that grill, when it all comes together, it looks fantastic. And that's how how I think this lands. It's just all focused around this very central point. Um, and that takes away some of the visual weight of this grille in the way that you don't get on, for instance, that new BMW.
0: Of course, we can talk styling until we're blue in the face. But let's not forget you drove this thing. And we're going to jump to that right
1: now. All right. So I'm here in the 2021 Genesis G80. This one's the 2.5T. Uh, you know, I get in this car. And first of all, the exterior looks phenomenal. We've been over this. You sit in the interior and you go, wow, this is, you know, Mercedes level uh, wow factor, but with BMW usability. Just lots of super easy controls, great technology, really, truly fantastic car inside. And then about 10 feet into driving this, you realize, oh, this is tuned by Albert Biermann. Now, Bierman is the guy who basically ran the ship at BMW M for the longest time. He helped make some of the best driving sports sedans out there. And the G80 really falls right into that. I mean, I'm, I'm caning up a background right now, and you can kind of hear it. It's not the best sounding engine or anything like that but it is smooth and responsive the transmission flicks through gears with absolutely no problems and the chassis control is incredible i mean this is a very comfortable refined daily driving car and then you put it in sport mode and it totally wants to play it's happy just diving into a corner it's confident it's extremely neutral and um I can't believe I'm saying this about a $60,000 luxury car in the year of our Lord 2020, but it actually has feel in the steering. You could feel what the front tires are doing. And and anyone, you know, who's spent a lot of time around BMWs recently know that that's not true of those and it's not true of most sports sedans today. I mean, everyone is systematically erasing this, you know, actual steering feel and I guess I never would have bet that Genesis would be the one to save it, but this is a car that actually comes alive the harder you push it. Um, obviously, there are there are downsides to it, right? So it's still, I would say, it's softer than you know, sort of the the sharpest you know AMGs and M cars. It's not super razor sharp dives in nose first, like really, really hardcore but it is a car that almost like a Miata, it transitions really nicely. And even in the softer setting, it has really amazing body control where you're just diving into these corners and the car wants to rotate around you. It's really, really rewarding. And honestly, I'm sort of stunned because I think for the longest time I've, I've talked at length about Genesis as a company, because I think this is a company that has done a lot of great things. Um, but I've been waiting for that wow moment. Uh, you know, when Lexus showed up in in the late eighties, early nineties, they dropped the LS four hundred like a bomb on everyone else. I mean, it was just it was better than everything it competed against. It was cheaper. It was more reliable. It had all the same tech. I mean, there was there was no argument against it, right? And truth be told, you couldn't say that about about the original G eighty. Um, it had one problem, which was that it was. You know, originally called the Genesis, the Hyundai Genesis, and then they made it into its own brand, but in between redesigns. So it was a car that everyone already knew and had been advertised as a Hyundai Genesis, but then it was now called the Genesis G80. So what happens is, for the first couple times that I was reviewing Genesis, you know, G80s, G90s, you know, I'd say, someone would ask me, What are you driving this week? And I'd say, I'm I'm in a Genesis G80. And they go, Oh, a Hyundai Genesis. Yep. It, it sort of took away that original brand allure because you didn't want to know what is a Genesis. It kind of answered its own question, and then as it moved on, you also had the problem. Of, it, it it was uh, very nice, but it wasn't the car. If you were offered equal opportunity to have this or a BMW Five Series, you wouldn't really pick a G Eighty over a Five Series unless you were factoring the budget, right? And now as we've we've moved on. First of all, you know that now Genesis quality marks are are pretty much tops across the board. No one can deny that. So you have amazing quality, great reliability, relatively good reviews even on the service front. And then, you know, now you add in the fact that this car, I think, drives better than a 5 Series. I think it looks better than a 5 Series. I think the interior is nicer than a 5 Series. I prefer the way Genesis uses technology. It's much more approachable. And so you get to this point, which is the key point that defined Lexus, which is, oh, it's not that this car is cheaper. It's that I want it more and it's cheap. So what's the argument against it? And, and truly there isn't one. Uh, and that's why I think this is going to be a real watershed moment for the brand if they can, you know, get the marketing and, and everything behind it.
0: If there's a young person in your life who's really into cars, give them the gift of RNT crew. The ultimate subscription box by Rodent Track for kids ages six to ten every other month. A box that's delivered to their door and is stuffed with cool accessories, fun activities, and a magazine chock full of facts, stories, games, and more. Sign up now and receive the all new Need for Speed box and enter code Auto That's, of course. A-U-T-O-W-E-E-K for 10% off an annual subscription. Just head over to rtcrew.com. That's R-T-C-R-E-W dot C-O-M and use the code AutoWeek. Now, that's a shots fired moment at BMW, Mac.
1: Yeah. So I don't want to just beat up on BMW. I think I'm using them because they were the standard bearer for the segment. So let me be explicitly clear on this point i take it over a mercedes e-class i take it over a you know volvo s90 uh, i really think at, in pretty much every metric this is better than the competition and again that's really important when you look at how hard it is to break into the luxury market because specifically with luxury cars it's not enough to just beat them and the sort of you know on the budget or, or offer the same thing for less You have to convince people that what you're selling is actually worth just as much as the BMW badge or worth as much as the Mercedes badge. So, beating them on all fronts is really important. And I just don't think the previous Genesis cars ever did that. And this one does. There's no question in my mind that I would take it over the competition. And the fact that it is also substantially cheaper is just like a side benefit of that.
0: Reasonable. But the car being so good leads us to probably the hardest question to answer. And I'm sorry to put you through this, Mac, but Mac, what is the essence? Of the genesis g80
1: i think what sticks out to me most and what i consider the essence of it is the thoughtfulness of this car every little detail of it feels sweated over in the best way possible in the way that you know, I used to own an LS four hundred, and and the way that every single part of that car felt intentionally designed for me, this strikes me in the same way. So the way that the digital instrument cluster is three D and has these very tricky, interesting graphics, and doesn't have any lag, and it's very fast, it feels smooth and refined. The way that all of the infotainment, you know, there's no hiccups; it doesn't run through; it is smoothed over. The way the interior is really, really beautiful, but also there's hard. Control- Controls for the things you care about, like volume and climate control, the way that you know the steering is really, really lively and talkative, but the car is also perfectly comfortable setting down on the highway. It's the thoughtful design of a really good sports sedan that always set, you know, BMW apart, that always set you know AMG Mercedes apart. And finally, we have a new brand that is not saying, oh, we're gonna nail the driving experience but miss on a lot of the other things, like for instance, Alfa Romeo, or we're gonna nail the luxury but not really care about the driving. Like Volvo, Uh, Genesis has been really, really thoughtful about how are we going to nail every single category, and what's that? What that ends up in is this car that really, there's no reason that you wouldn't want one over over any competitor that you're thinking about.
0: Well, thoughtfulness is a good quality, and that was a thoughtful answer, Mr. Hogan. (laughs) uh thank you so much for joining us also don't forget to head over to the apple podcast store or wherever you get this bad boy make sure to drop a review let us know what's going on and let us know what you want to hear in the future and also let us know how we're doing but most importantly thank you for listening